Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. You've got to move yourself to the music. And you are listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Thank you for listening this evening. We are here every Saturday and Sunday night at 9 o'clock. And because it's that time, that's why you're hearing us right now. And um, we're thankful that you tuned in. And maybe you didn't tune in specifically to hear us, but you should have. (laughs) No, just kidding. Just because it was an accident doesn't mean it wasn't meant to be. That is true. We believe in the... There's no such thing as a coincidence. It was destined (laughs) for you to listen to this radio show until 11 o'clock, all the way through. All the way through. And tonight's topic, we're going to be talking about cheerful holiness. Hmm. Joy unspeakable. um, Having the joy um, that... God offers us the fruit of the spirit, all that good stuff, and uh, we got lots of great music for you. We have Casting Pearls now called Vota. That's their new name. They changed their name. Really? Uh, yeah, and they're on tour with Sanctus Real right now. And we're—I think—are we playing Sanctus Real? No, uh, we're playing Seven Places, DC Talk, Inhabited, Addison Road, Double Play. I told you guys before that Addison Road was going to make lots of appearances on the Altar Life, right. and I did not lie. I did not lie. Mostly, Why would I lie? Mostly because it's, you know, I've been really digging their music less lately, so I kind of have to pick an Addison Road song a lot of times. Yeah, check them out. It's good. So, Cheerful Holiness, what is the, the nitty-gritty of this topic that we're going to be talking about? It's an odd-named topic. Cheer- you don't hear the word cheerful and the word holiness in the same, like, phrase often. Yeah, Jeff. it's not like a cool, catchy, hip-hop jaunt title like we normally have, you know, <laughs> so hip and cool as we are on the Ultra Life. Uh, it's just a, a blatant cheerful yeah. holiness. Like, that's what it is. And uh, You didn't even hear that in churches very much. You know, people, pastors having the message. Today we're going to be talking about cheerful holiness. Yeah. You, like, don't, you don't hear those two words together very often. Usually it's like miserable holiness. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to live like Jesus. That means you have to, like, suffer. Right. Every moment of every day. If you have joy or if you're happy, boom, shame on you. <laughs> it's like those churches where you come to the service so you can get beat up and sent home yeah. with bandages <laughs> like but you're more holy and that's the important thing <laughs> yeah we're gonna uh, cut through that and talk about the joy that is associated with holiness cheerful holiness jeff i was like as i said before we don't usually hear those two words together the christian christians don't think that you know our flesh there's our natural being human we don't think that those two words should go together like Whenever I hear holiness has gotten a bad rap, I guess yep. you know it's got a bad connotation. We have to be miserable. We have to be not not living a fun life because you know we have to be holy. I think a lot of the times it's like when you see Jesus in movies and stuff, he's like no personality. He's somber, and he's like I am holy, and he's got like this bad English accent, and he's like, blessed are the poor, he's blonde and blonde, blessed are those who mourn, and they make it like Jesus had like no joy at all when he was probably. Full of joy. Full of joy. He's always holding his hands and lifting him to the air. Yeah, with his little, like, two fingers, like, together, raised. Anyway, next up, we got a, some more music for you. You're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Crystal Myers with Live. We want to live our life out in holiness, and we also want to make holiness contagious, which, if you're miserable, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be around the miserable guy. That's, That's right. a true story. <laughs> Whenever I'm miserable... I don't want people around me, and they don't want me around them. It's good. We have an agreement that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> But that's not how I should be, especially if I'm trying to uh, make holiness a standard in the in the culture that I'm in, which is what God calls us to do, to be holy like he is. 
Jeff, I think I think I know what we should have called the show. What? You know, I've heard of holiday cheer, right? Yeah. <laughs> we should be spreading the holiness cheer around. That's good. Huh? The holy, holy day cheer. The holiness cheer <laughs> instead of the holiday cheer. Because you know what? Christmas and the holiday cheer, we all know what it means. You know, we all kind of, we've been around the America long enough to know the cheer that comes with Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sugar plum, plum fairies and all that <laughs> stuff. But you know what? You know... The reality of it is living a Christian life, wholly set apart for Christ, as we're going to get into for the rest of the evening, is where, as the newsboys sang a little bit earlier, that's where the party's at. You know, <laughs> that's 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 when you, when you break it down, you know, true joy comes from the Lord, and He gives it to us as we set our lives apart for Him. And you know what? Every Saturday and Sunday night, that's where the party's at. Right here, the altar life with Brent and Jeff, 9 to 11, that's where the party's at. If you thought there was something else to do tonight, you were wrong, because this is where it's at. Holla. Or should I say, holy. Oh, that was late. Holy holla. (laughs) That was so awful. I just uh, love how, like, you know, it's typical for our show where we're driving down the road toward our topic 50 miles an hour, (laughs) and then we just, our car gets out of control and runs off a cliff. (laughs) We hydroplane. It's just, like, buried. It's stormy outside. <laughs> All the planes have been grounded. No, yeah, that's fog and that's an old song. Never mind. <laughs> no, but uh, this holiness thing is not what we like to think about or to compare ourselves in, in light of Jesus. It makes us not feel good because we're like, oh, we're so bad. And everybody has this attitude like, well, we're Christians, so we're supposed to be miserable because we're so wretched. And nowhere in the Bible does it say that we're supposed to be, you know, poopy and... <laughs> unhappy all the time you said poopy on Jesus, the radio. <laughs> i did my wife's gonna kill me that's not good on air oh wait topic. people are listening oh wait should we get back to our radio show i forgot i gotta get milk on the way home oh wait a minute <laughs> i got my grocery list but anyway You're like, we're right. cheerful if you notice that ballast on the altar life we're cheerful and it's not just a persona hopefully um jesus says be of good cheer for i have overcome the world so this whole world that we live in sure can get us down but jesus tells us to be of good cheer and, you know, if Jesus says it, then we should take heed. Yeah, we're just living life the way Jesus told us to. Yep. Be cheerful. And if someone says, hey, why are you so happy you shouldn't be? Life stinks and sin is real and, you know, people are going to hell. And it's like, well, that's true, but Jesus tells me to have joy. And if, if I'm walking in holiness and I'm walking according to the Spirit, I'm going to have joy because that's the natural fruit from it. You know you can hear our, sh- our radio show on more than seven places if you check out our website, thealterlife.com. There's tons of different radio stations you can hear. If you're getting out of the area and you're like, oh, no, I can't hear the altar life, check out our website and then you'll be able to find it. <laughs> It'll be good. Anyway, sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. Like if you were like planning a day trip to Ephrata as an example and you're like, man, I'm going to be in Ephrata. I can't hear the altar life. Oh, contraire. <laughs> be of good cheer. <laughs> be of good cheer. the altar life there. is here. <laughs> or there. Or anywhere. Every Saturday and Sunday night. <laughs> That's so lame. Oh, man. But I know you guys are all smiling. Remember that cliff we were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You started, you were like, all right. It's like your driver's test. Can you imagine like you're taking your driver's test and you're like, hands of 10 and 2. And then the guy's like sitting right next to you. Yeah, he's sitting right next to you. And then all of a sudden you just spin out. You do like a Dukes of Hazzard like off a ramp. You jump through the window. And then that's what our show's like yep. every Saturday and Sunday night. Anyway. It's like Grandma turns Dale Earnhardt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Cheerful <laughs> holiness. 
reel it in. All right, First Peter. That's where we were. That's where we're actually jumping off of this tonight. Even yes. if you couldn't tell. Uh, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to His abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inher- inheritance. Check all the stuff we got. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Reading that, if you're not pumped up about what God has given you and blessed you with, I don't know what would Yeah, it's like up. reserved for you. Like, think about that. It's like, it's got the velvet rope and it says, you know, for Brent. You know, this, this parking space yeah. is for Brent Hughes of the altar life. <laughs> <laughs> this parking spot is for Brent Hughes' sidekick. No, I'm just kidding. Jeff of the altar life. Don't tell people my last name. Oh, uh, well. Uh-huh. Brent Huge. Huge is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I mean, that's really great stuff. So then Peter goes on in verse 6 and he says, In this you greatly rejoice. And that's what we were saying. That's so, such great stuff. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Eh. Eh. If, if you run into some of those pesky little trials... And sometimes they're not little, aren't they? They're, they're big stuff. He says, The genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And um, he says, Though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. It's not because, you know, we ran into a problem or a various trial that now all of a sudden we have to be miserable. Or it's not because of all this the stuff the world throws at us. We have to be miserable. Our focus and our meditation and the stuff that should bring us joy is all the things that we can't lose. It's the riches in heaven that we've been promised. Yeah, Jesus isn't saying, you know, just grin and bear it because you just got to suck it up and do it. It's like, it's a, it's a desire that, like I said before, it's born out of the spirit walking in him daily. You're going to have that joy. It's just going to come naturally. And it's going to come out in your life. We will live by inhabited, and we should be inhabited by the Holy Spirit, which if we, you know, reveal, not reveal, what's the word I'm looking for? If we yield, that's the word I was looking for, yield to the Holy Spirit, then the fruit of the Holy Spirit is birthed in us, which then brings forth peace, joy, is what we're talking about today. Joy. Joy. I get joy, joy thinking about all he's done for me. We're going to be playing that song. Actually, we already did play that we song. We did play that song. <laughs> no wonder it sounded familiar. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's ringing. I got it stuck in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? And it's there to stay, brother. <laughs> you can count on that. You can take that to the bank. Oh, Where man. can I take it? <laughs> to the bank. That's right. Check out our website. Send us an email. Do all that fun stuff while you're Googling and you're Facebooking and MySpacing and blogging. All those, www. All those words that didn't come into existence until five years ago. Anyway, next up, life.com. You're unbelievable. The Ultra Life. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Hey by Leland, and it's time for our unbelievable spot, as you heard, our delicious promo. The, the unbelievable, I think, should be this week is how the internet is like taking over our, our English language. Yeah. And um, how it's basically taken over our life because it really has. Yeah. And household terms are becoming household terms, like internet terms are becoming household her- terms. Household like- terms are becoming household terms. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> Call the sheriff. That's unbelievable. <laughs> 
No, but like, you know, Googling. Like, the actual website name has become an action that yeah, you can no, it's perform. It's a verb now. Googling. Yeah. It's like, I hear it in like professional meetings. Like, I'm sitting at work and they're like, we'll just Google it. It's like, I Googled it and I guess is what I came it up with. Say, they don't say go on to Google.com and search it. Right. It's like, just Google it. They just shorten it up. It became, it became a verb and Noah Webster's rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> He's rolling over his grave at ain't and bootylicious as well, which are now in the dictionary. But Facebook. Like, oh, Facebook. if you're Facebooking? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, that's just like picking up a book and like shoving your face into it. <laughs> and you're just like, ha! you're just like, people are like, what are you doing? Stop it. You're getting paper cuts and you're getting blood all over that book. Well, Facebooking. <laughs> like, what? It's like, it sounds like like head diving or, you know what I mean? Or stage diving. <laughs> Facebooking. It's a shame. Go <laughs> on. I'm just laughing too hard, picturing some guy shoving his face <laughs> in a book. That's what they over said. Like, what if, what if you like woke up from a coma from like 30 years, and all of a sudden people are like, "Oh yeah, I was, yeah. I was on Facebook." I'm like, "Wait a minute, you were on your face and a book at the same time?" <laughs> oh, I was just on MySpace. Well, what? Why is it yours? <laughs> you didn't pay for it. <laughs> I thought that everybody had their own area. It's a free country. Why yeah. is it your space? It's like, no, it's not your space. It's my space. You know what? I bet you half the people who who um, use the internet don't even know what WWW stands for. They, they just know don't. they have to type it in. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even have to. I right. feel bad for WWW. It's kind of... Actually, I feel even worse for HTTP <laughs> colon <laughs> slash slash because nobody... Who uses that? Nobody <laughs> even uses it. It's just like thealterlife.com. Bam. Our website yep. comes up. It's period. just assumed that it's a TTP. It's the ultra life period com. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad, but and then feel bad. what started it all was blog. I remember reading a survey and it was like, do you blog? And I was like, what exactly? And now is the time, Jeff, we should start talking a little bit about our topic. Yeah. Cheerful holiness, <laughs> not blogging. Yeah. We, we um, tend to put st- a burden on ourselves and sometimes other people actually contribute you know, we put our own sandbags on our shoulders, and then some people throw on theirs because that's because <laughs> that's not bad enough that we do it to ourselves. And then they throw quicksand in front of us, and, and we're like sa- getting weighed down and sinking. Yes, <laughs> Good sand, enough. sand, mm, sandwich. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, no, and and so we get just burdened and bogged down by the 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 need or the um, weight of trying to be holy and having to be set apart and. You know the Christian life. You know it's it's never it's never easy. You know we always have to struggle with our sin. We always have to battle this you know this malady of sin in our lives. And um, you know emotionally, and just we walk around with this long face. And then people look at us and go, "Man, you're always struggling with stuff." You know how can we be a light in this world? <laughs> people aren't going to be standing in line to be Christians if they you know if it's all about just being miserable all the time. Yeah, we're not talking about, like, being fake, though. You know what I mean? Like, this is the exact opposite, actually. Like, that's what plagues the church is that everybody's hurting and nobody's willing to, like, admit it. And everybody's being fake cheery. And it's, like, really weird. It's, like, Stepford-wise. Like, everybody's just, like, happy and smiling. And you're like, this is, like, can I just walk into, like, some world that doesn't exist? Because that's what church paints it out to be sometimes. And Christians are like that. When, when you're being holy, that is also being, like, honest and real. We talked about that before. Uh, you know, God, you know, being set apart and being different instead of just being smiley and going along with everybody. Um, being holy requires um, just complete integrity, honesty, being upfront. And nowhere does it say in the Bible that, you know, you're holy, which means you're miserable. 
but it also doesn't say like you're holy, so you have to be happy all the time. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like you just have to be singing and dancing and jumping for joy, but you have to do it because you have to keep up that appearance. You know what I mean? It's not right. because you know we're told to be. It's not like God is mandating holiness. I'm, I'm sorry, He's not mandating joy. That's what right. I meant to say. Like yeah. the out, like I said before, the fruit of walking in the Spirit. Joy is just going to come. It's going to come, and you're going to experience it in difficulty in trials like Peter was saying you know these little things that may come eh, eh, maybe various things like little things you. and don't you love it like of anybody like the disciples and the apostles they experienced more difficult things than we may ever experience in their life and they were more joyful than we were yep. and I mean that's crazy to think like the fact that he said look you have this promise and this inheritance that's it period live in that and live happy holy lives and um, that's the encouragement we have from his word. And um, I was, as Jeff was talking in that last segment, I was thinking about Paul and Silas, you know, sitting in jail, you know, and worshiping and praising God for who he was. And, you know, we can compare that to the struggles in our own lives and the things that may come and try to steal our joy. And um, they weren't focused on those things. They were focused on the Lord. You know, they were focused on him and where they were going. I mean, Paul's every time Paul said joy, he says he's rejoicing about someone's relationship with God or about heaven. You know, it's a perspective that's not on earth. It's a perspective that's on the Lord. It's on heaven. Um, and that's a really cool thing to think about. That's how we can be rejoicing always as, as the Bible instructs us to do in First Thessalonians. How can we rejoice always if it's based on what we're in the middle of on this earth? That was Petra, a 90s flashback. Think on these things. Nobody gets it done like Petra anymore, man. Word. Right from the word. Their songs. I love it. And uh, you may not have liked it, but who cares? This is our show. Uh, <laughs> I picked that song. Be happy. Be cheerful. Boo. Be holy. The Petra. Life. Boo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and I was just thinking, as Brent was talking about Paul and Silas, uh, in the book of Acts, um, you know, we hear about Paul, you know, finishing the race, and, and the race is like a good picture of the Christian faith, you know, this race of faith, and we're running, and like, there's the prize, and we're going for it, but he also talks about how he fought the good fight, and things get difficult, I mean, there's, you know, blows that we get, uppercuts and jabs, and, you know, sometimes we just get like the huge super punch, like in Mike Tyson's punch out, when you get the star, and then you hit select, and it's just like, and you just like knock them out, sometimes we get those blows, but Paul says in Acts, uh, chapter 20, he says in verse 24, you know, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. None of these things move me. And I think we allow a lot of times the enemy to rob us of our joy, you know, even with little petty things. I mean, I know like this past week, I've just been feeling like this weird loneliness, not like you know, that I'm alone with it, but, but I just felt kind of like on my own in a sense and, you know, just kind of being down about it. And like, I didn't feel joy. And maybe that's why God had us do this topic. I didn't, I didn't feel his, like the joy of the Lord. And, uh, you know, what, what was it? It was, I was allowing the enemy to rob me of my joy. And it wasn't that I was doing anything. It wasn't that I was like miserable or whatever. I just didn't have that, you know, that extra spark. And a lot of times we need to, you know, just inventory ourselves, I guess, and see like, Am I allowing little petty things to rob me of my joy? Am I you know, am I not bringing the, the good cheer, the good news? <clears throat> you remember Go Tell It on the Mountain? 
you know, that Jesus <laughs> Christ is born. Like, yeah. you just hear those songs and you're like, man, like, it's just like so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or children go when I send thee. How shall I send thee? You ever hear that? Yeah. I'm going to send them two by two, two for <laughs> Paul. It's like a song. You're like, where's the scriptural basis for that? But it's a great song yeah. and it makes you like happy. You know, I wish like a lot of times that our Christian walk did the same thing. Like, we just thought about the truth of God's word and just made us happy. And a lot of times right. we can we can miss out on that feeling. Yeah, I, I dude, I, I was just thinking about the verse. It was screaming in my head, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, because as soon as the joy leaves, our strength leaves. And, um, you know, we start getting, it, it, our, our boundaries go down and the enemy can beat us up even more. This is the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We got a little bit more for you, so hopefully you'll you'll ride out the, the wave and uh, yeah, <laughs> and hopefully uh, the smile's beginning to creep back on your face right. thanks to uh, the word of God, thanks to the promise, um, and thanks to the fruit of the spirit, joy. I, I, I always wondered, and like, I don't know, I'm not going to be very precise when I say this because <laughs> it's still a very fuzzy thing in my own head, but what it really means to count on the joy of the Lord to be our strength, and um, and not just the strength that we have to just you know. Like now I can bench press 300 pounds, but (laughs) (laughs) it's like the strength of being holy, the strength of living the Christian life. It's the joy of the Lord that allows us to be holy. You know, it allows us to be strong in our walk with the Lord. And, um, and why? Because he's giving us an excitement. He's giving us a joy. He's giving us the thing that's driving us to become more like him, to become, um, what he's created us to be. And that, that's a very exciting thing. Yeah, I feel like when we keep our smile and it's genuine, it it causes us yeah. to shine, and people will notice that. And when, it, especially when it's not fake, they'll notice it. The altar life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The altar life with Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. All right, that was worth it all by disciple, and um, the joy of the Lord is makes it worth it all, doesn't it? It does. And and you know what? To be honest, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I know you guys are all worried because you're like, oh, Jeff's lonely. No, I'm not lonely. Not in that sense. I just didn't feel the joy of the Lord, but now, talking about it, getting it out, and that's the one thing about being holy, I think, is that not that I'm saying like, oh, I'm holy. That's why I've understood it. But like when you're when you're living as Christ wants you to live and you're trying to be holy, then there's going to be like this cheerful heart because you're going to be like, I know that I'm like doing what God wants me to do. And there's joy from that. Like think about anything you've ever done when when you know that someone's pleased with your attempt or at least is pleased with what you're doing. It makes you happy too. Like instead of being like, well, you know, God's looking at me and he's judging me and we we got to live this perfect life because if we don't, you know what I mean? Like everybody's going to look at us and, and how are we supposed to live a joyful life? If we're, we're always feeling that pressure, that constant scrutiny where God doesn't put that on us. He says, you know, I've come that you might have life and life abundant, like, and just joy and that our joy may be full. And obviously holiness is a part of that. And it's the, the driving force. Like Brent said, he, he put it perfectly. It's like, we need to live holy, and when we're living holy, we'll have joy. But the only way we'll live holy is if we allow the joy of the Lord to be our strength to live holy. It's kind of like this whole... Like, they feed each other. Yeah. <laughs> you they know complement I mean? each other really well. It does. It's a marriage <laughs> made in heaven. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like free will and predestination. It just kind of... <laughs> you're like, poosh, your head Bible students up. are all getting excited, <laughs> and everyone else is running away. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. It's like... 
we put this burden on ourselves yeah. to live a holy life and then how can we be joyful in holiness unless we just think about the fact that we even have the chance to live a holy life that makes us happy jesus said it in the word you know he said his yoke is easy his burden is light you know he doesn't does, he doesn't want us to be walking around with the weight on our shoulders because he that's why he died on the cross to take that weight of sin and death and worry and all that stuff off of us and um, that's why when we do this radio show jeff i always get so excited afterwards because i've got the joy of the lord you know in my heart and it's just from focusing and meditating on him and walking in the spirit for these two hours that we're together brand i got a question is it down in your heart to stay where because <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> i got the wonderful love of my blessed redeemer right down in the depths of my heart where down in the depths of my heart, silly. Where? <laughs> but uh, it's just, uh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Feeling snappy. <laughs> Speaking of where, I was at an Eagles game real quick before we have to wrap up. <laughs> and um, it was actually in Chicago. And they, they would say, there's a timeout on the field. And everyone would go, where? Right? No, <laughs> they would say, there's a timeout. And everyone would go, where? And they'd, they'd say, on the field. And everyone would go, oh, it was so dumb. But that that's is what I dumb. thought of. And you know what? What better way to end our show than with something dumb? So until next week, where? <laughs> Be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. Music, truth, real, period.